Hi, you're listening to LGBT and Faith, where we look at inclusive approaches around the globe that bring people of faith and LGBT people together. I'm Henry from Yuga, Asia, the Asian region of the International Lesbian, Gay, Bisexual, Trans and Intersex Association. And I'm Klaus Müller, founder and chair of the Salzburg Global LGBT Forum. In this series, we share audio versions of blogs that were published as part of our ongoing global online forum on LGBT and faith. You'll hear from members and leaders of faith communities from within Judaism, Islam, Christianity, Hinduism, Buddhism and Sikhism, as well as from agnostics, atheists, anthropologists and cultural believers, queer or straight. We believe in the fundamental values of LGBT equality and religious freedom. This episode features Father Thomas Ninon, who asks himself, what is stopping me from genuinely loving LGBT people? Hi everyone, I'm Father Thomas Ninon from the Indian Orthodox Church. I coordinate the programs on gender and sexuality and the Christian Service Agency of the National Council of Churches in India, Nagpur. I'm going to talk about our innate ability as a person of faith, as faith communities, to understand, accept and celebrate diverse gender identities and sexualities. One of the most abused values today is love. It has become difficult these days to find love, be loved, or to love someone. We know that love is something that is intrinsic and part of not just human beings, but animals as well. One can learn so much about love in the most simple ways from children, from a pet, a dog or a cat for me, and yet, we struggle to comprehend what love really is at the end of the day. A key sentence in the ecumenical document of human sexuality of the National Council of Churches in India reads, quote, At the heart of all our human relationships is the desire to know and to be known. This desire, which is a gift from God, as a consequence of being created in the image of God, makes all human relationships possible." Unquote. I'm glad to share some thoughts which have personally helped me over the years to be more inclusive as a person and as a religious leader. Each time I think of them, I delight in praising God from the bottom of my heart for the changes they brought in my life. A few years back, when we had a workshop on gender and sexuality in an ecumenical gathering of Christian faith leaders in southern India, a small village called Rani in the state of Kerala, I was amazed at what an elderly Orthodox priest shared at the end of the workshop. 
he described his initial surprise, if not outright rejection, of a transgender person who was part of this workshop. He described it in his words, which went something like this. I quote, As I entered this room while the session was going on, I almost regretted why I walked into this workshop as I looked at a, for me, strange-looking person who neither looked like a man nor a woman sharing something. I didn't know whether to walk out of the room or to stay. So I decided to sit somewhere and wait a little time before I can find the next opportunity to sneak out. After hesitantly listening to this person for a while, I began to realize how wrong I have been in my attitude and my thought processes in judging this person for no reason. It just took a few moments for all these barriers in my mind to melt away and I thank God for every moment I spent in that room. Thank God I'm glad to understand and engage with this human being in a more meaningful way." Unquote. Does it just take a moment of listening and openness to understand a LGBT person? We are often loaded with a lot of baggage and prejudice from our own backgrounds, which more often than not then become a barrier in our attitudes towards them. Structural changes are necessary to help opening our hearts and minds. Being a part of the National Council of Churches in India and having worked there for many years now, we have worked on becoming more just and inclusive in several areas, which includes gender and sexuality. The NCCI brings together the Protestant and the Orthodox churches in India, as well as many other ecumenical organizations, regional councils and agencies representing about 14 million people, Christians in India. We debated and issued historical and milestone statements at crucial times on HIV and AIDS, on human sexuality and gender diversities, and the need for inclusion. We engaged especially in the fight to get rid of the Indian sodomy law, Article 377. Our 2018 Declaration on Interfaith Engagement with Human Sexuality and Gender Diversity happened right under the lion's nose when the Supreme Court was hearing a review of 377 in Delhi. As a key sentence, we emphasized, I quote, the innate ability of each faith community to understand, accept, and celebrate gender, sexual, and sexual identities." Unquote. Through all these experiences, we have realized 
how amazing this word love is expressed in forms of agape philia and eros realize and experience as god our journey of inclusiveness begins where love is experienced and witnessed in the most simple and humane ways i was able to take another crucial step in loving when i heard the sharing by a transgender person who belonged to the hijra community in north india she said i quote every day as i start my day i am constantly faced with looks that either make fun of me or judge me with their derogatory and abusive words as i meet people from different backgrounds for begging or arms giving i cannot deny the fact that it's been more than 20 years since anyone gave me a genuine hug or told me a few words of love and treated me with dignity unquote i started to ask myself what is stopping me from genuinely loving the lgbt people is it scriptures church tradition culture ethnicity or the structural influences these may have had on me for all these years i realized that loving is an essential part of my being and without putting that aspect into practice in the best ways possible i'm not doing justice to my identity as a child of god this is a crucial aspect of our lives we discover every day in the various circumstances we are drawn into especially now where we are becoming more and more disconnected from people with the covid-19 pandemic finding genuine love in the form of acceptance affirmation or forgiveness all of which we could do through a simple touch before is now a challenge the pandemic challenges us even more to put this into practice in ways we have not tried before to assume that it is okay to shut ourselves up while love will happen automatically is perhaps the most dangerous mistake we will be committing both to ourselves and to our immediate neighbor if we assume that nothing will work other than the ways we knew so far this is in fact one way of telling ourselves that we don't want to adapt to the challenges before us to assume that someone from the lgbt communities does not want to be loved is being unfair to that person as human beings we need to trust ourselves first in our inborn abilities to adapt to new challenges rather than being overwhelmed by the challenges that a virus has thrown at us 
It just requires a little pause to reflect with a calm mind and realize the enormous potential of being embraced and filled with love from people whom we least expect. Let us tap from the immense potential humanity has to love in the most genuine ways from creation which so freely gives without expecting anything in return. The love that can both fill us and bind us. It is my sincere prayer for each of you reading this or hearing me to be blessed with a heart of calmness, to realize and be touched and filled with love in new ways and means. Allow yourselves to be surprised, vulnerable and set free so that we can be embraced in the most genuine ways with love. God bless. These episodes are audio versions from a series of blogs produced by Salzburg Global Fellows, taking part in the Global Online Forum on LGBT and Faith. Head to salzburgglobal.org slash go slash LGBT to read the written version of this blog and learn more about our ongoing work. You can also reach out to Ilga Asia on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at ILGA Asia to learn more about our work. Our next episode features Reverend Ecclesia Dilanga, an inclusive minister who reflects on a journey of becoming both vulnerable and courageous.